Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. On Springboard tonight, we explore one of the most important subjects in our developmental journey as human beings and as professionals. And I wonder why this subject is not taught all the way down at primary school. I wrote an article in Graphic Business insisting that this must be taught at primary level because the biggest doors in your life don't always open because of your degree. And the subject for tonight is the the discovery, the development and the deployment of our God-given talent. Isn't it big? It's a big subject, and to help us explore the subject, I'm joined in the studio by the one they call KSM, and that's all, KSM, you don't don't have to add anything else, KSM, one of Ghana's most recognizable icons who has taken his talent onto the global stage. He's one of the most influential contributors to this vision we call Springboard, both on the roadshow and here at the virtual university. I think that over the past decade, he's one of the leading contributors, and it's just a privilege to have him here in the studio. Good evening, KSM. Good evening, Vice Chancellor. <laughs> How are you, my brother? Very, very well. Very, very well. Right. We also have in the studio my good friend, the multi-talented George Quay. He has several names. And my son as well. Yeah. <laughs> very, very important. And by the time you, you, you graduate, George Quay is the head of communications at the Multiple Concepts Group. And George will be bringing some perspectives about his many talents and how he managed to combine them in the course of doing his work. He also, he also hosts the Pandit and KSM hosts the KSM show and so we'll be finding out about talent and how to discover it how to develop it and how to deploy it and possibly make some cash out of it but before that last week was one of the most interest, interesting and instructive shows KSM on this springboard series because we're doing a series on personal development and last week we scratched a very 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 thorny issue about pensions and considering the amount the level of feedback we got and the the, the 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 relevance of the subject to our listeners, it seems we 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 latched onto a very good subject because we got tons and tons of feedback. What happened last week is that we started exploring the subject last two weeks, but last week we, the, our, our guest, um, Afriyo Wari, CEO of Axis um, Pension Trust, brought a software, a pensions calculator software. So he literally could model a scenario and feeding in information like your current salary, how much you've made in investments so far, and how long you've worked, when you think, your own projection of life expectancy, when you retire, basic questions that everyone can answer. By the time he finished, you could predict whether at the time of retirement you will earn enough money per month mm. to continue your lifestyle as it is. Or, and it was premised on a scenario that we modeled at the start of the show of somebody who wanted to leave a very well-paying job at a corporate organization, but who checked up on the, the pension situation, it would have meant getting 35% of her income. And she wasn't ready for that. Drop your corporate car and start earning 35%. I mean, it, it wow. just would have dislocated her whole life. And so... The profile of people who were calling us, many of them, <laughs> majority were in their 40s and they were mid 40s and above and very worried. 
And so, based on their incessant requests, we put together a pension, a retirement planning clinic for busy executives, people who just don't have time, but who also realize that Charlie, <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not a joke, man. It's not a joke. And we are talking to many, many middle to top level executives to have a very relaxed, a very relaxed Saturday morning together. You and your peers, just let's talk. Let's just spend 30 minutes each listening to one a medical doctor who will explain why a lot of the choices we make result in we spending too much of our money when we are 60 on healthcare and how to start now to avoid spending so much money on healthcare. Fantastic presentation just for half an hour and then half an hour on repositioning your career, how to earn multiple streams of income, how you can use what you have learned all these years to become a consultant, an advisor and even the kind of preparation required to do that when you retire. Very critical. Then the third presentation is the main presentation itself how to predict how much you will earn when you retire based on your current lifestyle mm. and so we've put out these three these three um presentations half an hour each and then the rest of the morning is spent in private consultation <laughs> so you actually can go into the room quietly <laughs> and ask your hard questions and I, and I must say that the, the response is absolutely amazing this is this is a, a gathering of peers who, who want to hear the truth <laughs> are we trending well or, or we need to make some changes if you think you want to be at this program the, the venue is the the knowledge center at east legon it's, it's just on the road to natsford university behind the grand meswick hotel it's on the 26th of september that is um not the saturday the, the week after and the time is 9 a.m till 1 p.m when the participants break for lunch and the number to call if you want to register and for inquiries zero five four four three one five one six four zero five four four three one five one six four or if you are familiar with our hotline zero two four quadruple nine triple five you can call that one as well i'll give you the numbers again as we go along in the show but if it's 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 a workshop you don't want to miss and just the networking alone probably is worth it meeting with like-minded people who are also chatting across to the future but let me quickly remind us of our commitments for the year before i settle down with my guests to explore the subject of talent and this year our commitments george for the year 2015 i'm reminding our guests for a whole year because at the beginning of the year we said many people make new year resolutions and then they forget them by by february and so we'll make collective resolutions for this year but we won't call them resolutions we'll call them commitments and we'll remind ourselves 52 times just so that people actually <laughs> practice them so i remind us every every sunday of them the first one is to read a good book a month and i take the liberty of recording um re recommending a book sometimes and today i'm going to recommend a book called the saint the surfer and the ceo written by robin sharma he writes very well find it out find it and you, you you will enjoy it you can get it in hard copy or soft the saint the surfer and the ceo the second is to attend personal development interventions the, the third is to sign up to the sms academy the fourth commitment is to prepare a 20-year plan and then the last one is to deliberately build social equity good friends who will help you mentors friends social network that would help you achieve your objectives in life and just for those who are asking about the sms academy we give the tip every sunday one of the tips for the whole week and today's tip is on courage and it says great achievers venture out and do what everyone believes they cannot do they overcome their fears and go beyond the limit i'm going to find out from my my guests tonight if it was ever believed that they could do what they do and how did they overcome their fears but these are our five commitments a good book a month 
personal development interventions the sms academy um a 20-year plan and then deliberately building social equity so the discussion tonight is part of our series on personal development and tonight we are talking about a subject that i believe should be studied right at the basic level not in in an intense way like you are doing now but very even if it's through games children must be exposed to what their talents are and that's my opinion but let me talk let me talk to my guests and find out about talent let me start with george quay george what is a talent and do you think that everybody has one <laughs> interesting question uh, good evening to the listeners it's an honor to be here um honor to be in the presence of the you know the faculty <laughs> yeah the vice chancellor <laughs> i have my senior house master <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that a talent as well <laughs> you know <laughs> you know a talent i believe is something that god gives each and every one of us it is an inherent quality that makes you unique from everybody else it is something that you're blessed with to help you survive survive in you can turn it into money or you can use it to entertain people just for the fun of it talents come in so many forms different forms but unfortunately or should i say for many people they think talent is just the ability to play football laugh they think it's those physical things that they see but no talent and just the physical ones that you see so you think there's a wide range of talents wide range of talents i believe everything that you do and do very 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 well is a talent okay so would you would you say that people are unable to discover their talents because um let's see the, the the story of the the five talents the two talents and the one talent one person hit his would you do you think it's because Sometimes we look at what other people have and wish we had theirs instead of ours, and we therefore don't, don't appreciate what we have. Well, definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> and just to add to what uh, George said, uh, a talent is really a God-given thing. You have nothing to do with your talent. Yeah. You didn't bargain with God for it. You're just born with it. The scientists, I think they call it a genetic disposition. Genetic disposition. Because, yeah, somewhere in your genes you have that yeah, talent, there. you know. Um, the, the, also to agree with George the, the other dimension is that people also have a very limited perception of what talent is every time I've gone around sometimes on springboard we talk to kids and they say oh, okay so me, I don't have any talent I can't sing <laughs> I can't write I'm not an actor so in their minds talent is just restricted to the creative arts yeah. to entertainment you know whereas talent is just that natural ability and innate ability that you have that can propel you in in many spheres you could be talented in math you could be talented in geography you could be talented in sewing you could be a talented singer you know so talent should be seen as a much broader thing than limiting it strictly solely to um creative arts right yeah let, let, let me stick with you because you are you you represent for many people what they would like to say about their talent a talent that is made it onto the global stage let me find out how did you identify your own talent did it start just like it is or as it was at the peak or it started from somewhere and then by by grooming and an improvement yeah. it, got, it got to where it was as a matter of fact um i always tell people if they want to find out what their talent is to throw and go back to try and go back to their childhood days right to remember what they were doing that they really enjoyed that they thought it was just a game or something that they thought was a hobby because honestly um, um, uh, Albert and uh, George when I was growing up there were certain hobbies that I had 
that included maybe if I had a story about uh, an Anansi story, I'll quickly get my friends and say, okay, let's let's act it out, you know. Okay, you play Anansi, you play in Tekuma, and just have fun with it and try and direct it. But I was having fun. I was just playing. Uh, where, you where know. You said, I thought you said uh, Anas. So I was asking who was going to play it. <laughs> 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 he actually said Anas. No, he said it. Yeah, oh, really? I, I, was an anas. I, I had oh. Anas. So I was like, I thought, okay, you play Anas, you play the judge. <laughs> 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 so, good one. For a moment, so, I, I thought I was here. Is it the Thank you for <laughs> you the know, correction. I, okay. <laughs> no, no, I mean Anansi. Uh-huh. I will hear an Anansi story. And then I'll test the story. <laughs> I was having fun, but little did I know I was directing. You know, I had actually got a group together, pulled the story together, so I was a scriptwriter and I was directing them. Occasionally, I play a part in it. You know, but these were games I was playing as a child. It was later on in years, as an adult, when I started trying to figure out what I wanted to do, then I realized, oh, okay, so I actually really did have a talent and a flair for, for the arts, uh, for for directing and for so. To answer your question, no, I didn't set up that I knew what I was going to do. But later on in life, I realized that some of the things I was interested in were taking me back to the childhood days and the things I was doing as a kid. So that's how I ended up deciding that, no, this is where I want to be. Let's talk about multiple expressions of the same talent. It's one of the things I'm extremely interested in. So, for instance, I mean, if I try to describe your talent, I, I guess tack along the line because I'll talk about satire, I'll talk about writing, I'll talk about directing, I'll talk about acting. What exactly are you? I am <laughs> <laughs> uh, an artist through and through. Right. And an entertainer, if you will. Uh, that's how I see myself now, you know, as an as an entertainer and an artist through and through. And what I think uh, talent is about. Every time I hear people talk about uh, being multi-talented, I really think that every talent comes with a set of skills, you know. And these skills are somewhat related, even though you may not know it immediately. So that if you hone in on one aspect of it and master it you realize that it trickles down into other related skills, you know. So like you're saying right now, I, I honed in on my craft as a writer to begin with. Right. You know, writer, and then the acting thing tacked along, you know. So now I do the writing, I do the acting, I do directing, I do this, I do that. So it has, it has trickled, if you will. I call that the curatal benefit, you right. know. That, that's not what you plan to do, but because you have honed in on that particular... Uh, talent it spreads to other related skills right so let me come to you george for a person who finds yourself being able to do several things at the same time i i am i i want to believe that there is one out of the the things one is able to do one becomes the arrowhead that's the one that really opens the doors for you how do you find that one if you are for lack of a better word multi-talented you have various expressions of one ability how do you find the one that is the key like my dad KSM just said, you need to go back to your childhood days. Um, I have a few friends that, you know, we have this thing that we kind of tease each other. Somebody does something that's odd. We say, you don't have any childhood memories. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say, you don't have childhood. Come on, go back to your childhood and be a child again. Mm-hmm. Be a child again. Be a child again. Because that is where mm-hmm. it starts from. And parenting also comes in because parents need to help. A lot of parents are killing dreams without even realizing they are killing dreams. A lot of parents. I was very fortunate. I had parents that I don't know whether to say 
give me too much freedom to express myself at any time. My dad had created a library in our Kotobabi home, you know, and when he was going out, sometimes he would lock the TV and the video deck in the room, you know, or sometimes he would cover it and had given strict instructions, don't watch, he had given books, there are books, you can read those books, don't touch the TV, so sometimes somebody will be at the gate watching the street to see if he's coming, <laughs> don't mean he's coming, then we'll turn off the TV, forgetting that it will be hot at the back, so <laughs> you would know the TV was on, you know, so there were books, and a lot of them were literature books, you know, um, so I didn't have much of a choice, especially when I was vacation and you didn't have the opportunity to travel anywhere, go see anything. You just had those books. You had to read them. So I had that. And sometimes when I read, you know, like yes, I'm out, acted out with my friends. Mm. You try to do some of the things you want to be. Captain Planet, mm. you want to do mm. this. You want Anything that you see, you want to act it out. You want to try it out. And parents didn't stop me. Then I was lucky enough to get to a school where the teachers also supported the ads. And I would always give credit to my headmistress from Association International, Mrs. Ayai. She declared Fridays entertainment days. Mondays to Thursdays, we had learned enough of classroom. Fridays, 12 o'clock, school had officially closed. The rest was entertainment. And so many different talent came out of that thing. So many, so many. Yes, and would you say that our... our, our, our our educational approach needs revision in the light of what George just shared. I, I mean, I, I threw out this idea I, I, in an article in Graphic Business a month ago, and there was quite some debate off um, on various platforms on it. But do you think that we give we, we give adequate expression to talent within our formal educational curriculum? Unfortunately, no. And I'm I'm glad when George started talking about his childhood, and uh, even though we are generations apart, he went through. <laughs> <laughs> And you can relate to something like that. Yeah, we can relate to the same thing in spite of the, the generations, which means that the, the thing is, is what it is. Right. You know, and our school system doesn't pay attention to it. I remember, I don't remember the class, maybe it was class five or so, that I, they gave us an, an essay to write. It said, the essay said, um, you start this way, it was a dark and windy night. Continue. Continue. Yeah. So I wrote this very solid essay about dark and within night and I, I did some little horror story it was remarkable i was punished <laughs> where did you go and copy it we are for too good <laughs> too good yeah yeah you know you know so that's what we, you know so this is what this was the time for them to have discovered some creative yeah, writing right, in this right, young guy and help you know it was like you have to tell us where you copied this way <laughs> so yes just it kills it to the fact that you yeah. could do it no, they couldn't believe you could do it, you know. So when when George talked about having that parental support and then the school support, I agree with him one hundred percent. Can you can you handle the fact that it's being done even at university level, masters level today? So I'm talking to somebody two weeks ago who's doing an MBA, and she says I write an mm. I write an essay, mm. and I think I've expressed myself in mm. ways I've taken it to the next level. The lecturer calls me and says, "Is that what I taught you?" And I'm like, mm. "Please, at masters level, yes. can't I express yes. various dimensions to yeah. a subject?" He says, "She says she was punished and given an F, and this is just somebody who's assertive enough and says, yes. listen I appealed to the university council for a remark, and out of embarrassment, they gave me B plus because if they gave me, a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it would embarrass yeah. the lecturer. Yeah, but yeah. 
at master's level yes. we are asking Very people sad. to conform and not mm-hmm. to be not to be expressive and, mm-hmm. and, and venture out and do and do crazy stuff mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. a lot of the teachers are expecting you to reproduce exactly, exactly what they've given to you exactly a lot of them a lot of them are expecting you to reproduce exactly what they've given let's to take you. this to the next journey so you begin yeah. to find out that you're interested in, in the creative arts yeah. you're interested in writing you're interested in acting um i tell people that if it is the raw talent then I can tell you there are people who play football in the conduct cluster of schools who play better than the DRU. Swag back. I tell you, I, 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 I drive past and I see some of them and, I, and these guys play every morning. What are the little things that determine the, the, the difference between the person who ends up on the, in the conduct cluster and the person who ends up in Swansea or... Good, good evening, Koji Jansen. I mentioned Swansea. <laughs> You're standing in the window watching. I mentioned Swansea for you, just so you'll be happy. <laughs> right, so what, what makes a difference between what? the person who plays on the cluster of schools yeah. and the person who goes all the way yeah. to play at the highest level? Yeah. What, what are the little things that And push? you mentioned it. Talent is raw. Mm-hmm. Very. Talent is raw. If you nurture it, it blossoms. If you ignore it, it withers. And sometimes if you're not lucky, you totally lose it. Right. Even if you don't totally lose it, it diminishes. Right. You know? So, every talent has its own set skills. And once you discover that you have a talent, if you go ahead to learn and master the skills that go with that talent, then we're talking peak performance here. Learn learn and master. Yeah. Walk me through your own journey. What do you mean by learn and master? For example... uh, I am not in your, the strict sense of the word a comedian. I'm not even funny that way. You know what I'm saying? Many, many people don't know that. Many people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I'm don't, telling them today. Don't, 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 don't even believe that. <laughs> don't even believe that. <laughs> don't you know, tell them. I have yeah. a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not the comedian who, can, who is so spontaneous that he can go on the stage and just rattle. No. But when I was in drama school, there was a, there was a course called, called Understanding the Comedic Structure which I studied. I took exams on, I did seminars on, I really went into it. So I have an understanding of what the structure of comedy should be like. And that's what I use. You know what I'm so saying? So you use a science? It's a science. It's a science. And I tell people every day, everything I do is scripted. I'll bet if I'm supposed to do, if I was to do uh, Sack of the Routine for you, which I did 15 years ago, to be the same lines. Because you have the script. I've scripted, I've memorized it. Right. I, I, I work so hard to make it look spontaneous, but it's not. <laughs> it is planned, you know. Would you so say I'm, the, sci- I'm just the science of it, would you say those, that meticulous attention exactly. to detail is what separates the, exactly. the average from the, Ex- the exceptional? Exactly. Because, like I was saying, the talent is raw. If I was going with that raw, then I, I'll, be, I'll be funny, okay. But taking time to study it and, and, and pay attention to the detail is what allows me to get on stage and perform for two hours straight. Jo, let me come to you. You are in, the, you are, you are in entertainment yeah. big time. I mean, I watched the last rehearsal of Michael Jackson before he died. I have lots this of is diff- a concert? Yes. I have, I have several points of divergence <laughs> when it comes to Michael Jackson. But one thing you can't fault him mm-hmm. on is the perfectionist mm-hmm. in the guy to mm-hmm. the core to the mm-hmm. core i mean rehearsing yeah. for hours on end and i recall core. there was one scene he just wanted to ride on a crane and jump off the crane to perfect a 
particular move yeah. the number of hours spent yeah. Yeah. precision it must land in seconds at this point and it was done over and over and over albert the point is this you're a student you're going to take an exam at the end of the semester that is why you attend lectures that is why you do study groups that is why you do uh, whatever you research in the library you do everything you see your score supervisor you do everything it is in preparation for that one hour or two hours in the exam room right. you spend three months in school mm -hmm. it is the same as a performer that performance is your two hours in the exam room mm. so if somebody has spent three months preparing for two hours mm. in an exam room mm. well the bigger picture is mm. that yes you're building yourself up for the future but reality to be able to cross to the next level mm -hmm. it'll take that two hours in the exam room so if you've taken three months to prepare for those two solid hours in the exam room making sure you get an a or a b plus or a b why shouldn't a performer yeah. also spend that much time getting ready and that is where I've had a problem with a lot of people in our industry. I was going to come to that. Limiting would you, would you, would you if, if you, if you were to be brutally frank, would you? Because I, 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 I meet sometimes, and, and sometimes the most guilty ones are the ones who use faith as a leverage. I mean, yeah. gospel yeah. Um, artists sometimes yeah. they, they say as, it, as the spirit, <laughs> as the spirit leads. I've been called. Yeah. I've been called. And so <laughs> they can't relate sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them, but some some of them can relate yeah. to the the level of application required to be excellent, and 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 that becomes a challenge. Would you say that it's quite pervasive in in, in, in the industry? It is. And Albert, about a, a couple of weeks ago, I think on Hit FM, one of these Kumau directors actually did say that you did not need to you know you don't need education or you don't need to literally i think what he meant was you don't really need to improve that talent once you're on the job yeah you can learn on the job you're talented it's mm. enough it's okay yeah. you can be a star and it is not okay mm. did you ever it see did is you ever see is it, is it, is it, is it a today okay. show that they put a clip of the <laughs> <laughs> i saw it yeah <laughs> we uh, yeah the, 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 the 2012 or so right. the 2016 <laughs> right. i think yeah it was yeah. a moment in the sunshine like that because <laughs> it is not okay talent alone is not okay exactly. it cannot exactly. be okay exactly. never exactly. i mean i i i became an actor by accident i always say that how did that happen? I was in Association International School. They were going to do this mock Commonwealth Summit on Cheche Kule show, uh, George Lane's Cheche right. Kule show. And they needed somebody to play the president of Ghana. At the time, it was um, Chairman Rollins. Um, and um, the gentleman that was playing the role had the color, the height, and everything. But he didn't have the charisma. He couldn't deliver. He couldn't... What I would enjoy. He didn't have it. He didn't have it. Yeah, you know. So um, I was just standing there looking at the result. This guy had been trying this thing for days. So one day I just couldn't. I said, that's not a Rollins. <laughs> and our teacher, Mr. Akutu at the time, was a Greek teacher. He just turned and looked. So who said that? I raised my hand and said, can you do it? I said, yeah. So do it and let's see. I tried and said, that's a Rollins. Can we hear and him? I play the room. Huh? <laughs> I'll just hear it. I'll no, just wait. No, no, at least, at least something small. No, it's not gonna come no, back. No, 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 something small, small. You know, and I got the role. I played it. We did it. It was a beautiful show, and I have been into it since. Proud to that, I thought I was gonna be a lawyer because mm -hmm. I was a very, very good debater. So I thought I was gonna be a lawyer. But when I 
found that, I realized, oh, okay, I could act. Went to fun school, joined the drama club, acted in a few plays here and there. After that, I decided to go to the School of Performing Arts to perfect it. It was there that I realized so many other things that I could do mm. aside acting. And guess what? The acting is actually now my backup. Mm-hmm. That is not the core anymore for me. And it's that transition I'm, I'm trying to explore. The fact that when you begin to explore it, yeah. it one thing could lead to another and then you begin to have multiple expressions yeah. of the same ability. But before I give you my own take on that, let me come to KSM to one of my favorite KSM stories. I, I know he knows I like you very much. Tell me about the story of the performance and just for the benefit of our listeners, that performance that had two people in attendance. I'm talking yeah. about the time when you start and you say, yeah. I wish I had a full house. Oh, I wish I had a yeah. thousand people yeah. listening yeah. and you do a show and only two people come. <laughs> <laughs> do you shine or do you compromise? KSM, just for our benefit, just tell us the story. Thank you for reminding me. I was <laughs> <laughs> this was at the New York there was a theater off and off off of Broadway theater on 23rd Street and I started my show I'd written this show called thoughts of a confused black man you know went through the hustle to get myself the theater rented everything you know and did my own kind of publicity obviously not enough so the night came and uh, two people <laughs> you know, so I was backstage, and then the guy who was helping me put things together, uh, you know, there are only two people out there, you know. But the funny thing wasn't the question of whether or not you do it, you know. The show must go on. They bought their tickets, they paid, you know. So there are only two people, you know. So I get myself up, you know, went out there. And George, Charlie, I think that was one of my best performances, man. It will be. Oh, yeah. I, I performed like I was performing for the whole place. And there was such a good audience. They were laughing. So I was really getting so into it. I forgot there were just two people, you know. And at the end of the performance, one of the guys comes backstage, tells me his name is Tony Andresakis. And he's actually a producer who had done some stuff on Broadway before. And he says he just loved the performance. And that's how he got he signed me on. Oh great. And he was the one that took the play from an off Broadway thing. An off off Broadway to an off Broadway project on on Mesa. But that's how it happened, man. Two right. people. Somebody else would have said, oh, it's just two people. Give just them back their money and let them go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you got a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot that. Yeah. Let the two people they gave you a yes. <laughs> 24 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. If you just joined us, hey, that's why you're having so much fun. You can't have KSM and have George Queen in the studio and not laugh. And, and we're having a show on talent, that ability, that God-given thing that makes you do amazing things. And that opens doors for you. I'm going to go on a brief break. But before I go, let me just tell you my own take on this. Um, in, the, in, in, the, in the parable of the talents, the Bible talks about... One person who had five talents and he multiplied them. One person who had two and he multiplied them. And one person who had one and he hid them. Um, I tell people that um, you don't need five. If you have one and use it well, you can use that one talent to do 20 things. I have only one talent. I'm a a communicator, yet I do about 20 things. So my take on that is that if you you apply yourself with the one that you have, Mm -hmm. you will be able to do so much. And so one is more than enough. Don't ever blame God that you got only one. That's all you need. Right. (laughs) We'll take a brief break. Let me remind you that Springboard is called your virtual university because it brings together a network of CEOs, decision makers, and the most influential emerging leaders every Sunday evening and step by step we construct our futures by exploring subjects of 
of collective interest what would you require in addition to the talent to be able to generate income from it to make money i'm going to tell you about a banker who just loves to bake and why you can't ignore that talent no matter how you think that you hold a very notable corporate we're talking tonight about talent we've found out how to discover it go to your childhood the things that the things that freak you out the things that make you excited the, the things that you do you do without thinking it comes to you naturally we also talked about the fact that beyond discovering it you need to apply yourself and even when the audience is small perform as if the audience is big and get a standing ovation at least you learn something about how to <laughs> how to develop it now let's talk about deployment and so literally for a show like you put out ksm you need people in accounting hr management to augment that raw talent are these skills that you have to learn yourself or do you end up employing somebody to pay how do you manage the mix of other skills that you require to support the talent to be able to put out a show um, mm-hmm, at the national mm-hmm. theater and, and, and across yeah the world? I, I really depend on those who know better than i do you know i don't even attempt it you know we are talking about talent and everybody has their own skills and sphere of of of, of how far they can go I was talking about it's all about the peak performance, you know, and I don't go into any of those areas, man. Accounting, I have people that handle that, right? And I, I, I talk to them. They advise me on what to do when it comes to accounting. Do you take the advice? I do, <laughs> <laughs> reluctantly, but I do. <laughs> would, would, you, would you step out there boldly and say that if if you don't if you don't arm yourself with these skills, you will peak at a point and not be able to go beyond that? Exactly. Exactly, you know, um, there are four levels of peaking when it comes to talent. We can discuss that maybe later. There are four levels of peaking. And the fourth level, which is the highest, is where you want to peak. You know, if you do anything less than the fourth level, something that is not within your ability, but you want to do it, you realize that maybe you peak at peak one and then you you don't deliver. You know. So the peak one is like gota to gota. Yeah, the <laughs> one is really gota to gota. <laughs> it's basics, right? You know, right. So we'll explore this a, a bit more. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure some other time. But George, let's talk about branding. Let's talk about mentoring. Let's talk about benchmarking. I mean, you can be a local champion, but hey, you want to step onto the global stage. What's the role of branding? What's the role of mentoring? What's the role of management? What's the role of benchmarking in taking a, a raw talent to the global stage that big b branding very very important and um while we're on that break we're having a chat in the studio and i was talking about how when we limit talent to say the arts the creative arts um in ghana it is now beginning and she would say i effort into my pay because in those days you'd watch an akan drama or a showcase in ghana or even a tv theater and then the following morning you're struggling over Chotro with the with same, the same artist, artist, that, you artist that you right. saw in there meanwhile you've just been told that the eagerness or desire of people to want to see and touch you is what makes you a star so if these are the people you are standing in Chotro line with you're struggling front, the same people then really there's no nobility to the profession or whatsoever right. and that is why even to date when you go to the University of Ghana some people erroneously look down on students from the School of Performing Arts and see them as failures I was I suffered that a little bit of that I didn't go there because I was a failure I had very good grades I could have studied any other course at Legon and there are many students like that right. they go there because they know that place can do something to them I think that and perception that has changed where now, considering um, the, I, kind I, of, I, the kind I, of the kind of incomes you guys are <laughs> <laughs> you know now talking about branding you see Albert let's look at your talent as a tree 
when you go into the forest one very big tree serves so many different purposes it can be a home for so many different animals birds monkeys you name it that same tree can be medicinal while its branches and leaves will provide shade for those beneath it even for humans that can relax under it and that is you when you have a talent and you grow and nurture that talent now while growing and nurturing that talent you don't just invest into yourself and leave your name behind your name being that brand because that brand is what is going to sell you and that brand comes in keeping a good name and here's where i salute people like our uncle father and friend ksm he's kept a very good name scandal free you know you need to keep a very good name by watching what you do in society you're relating to people and I always tell people the most beautiful word as far as talent is concerned is humility is humility it's definitely the thing that is going to get you there once you've been able to sort these two things out understood the fact that you cannot get there without an understanding of yourself you need to understand yourself your personality you need to have those inner traits list all those adjectives what are those that make me once you understand who you are then you can start developing yourself and building that brand being mindful of one scandal free and humility scandal free and humility let me cross over to ksm and ask you a question about mentoring mentoring i mean you, I, 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 in your last show I attended, I could see a deliberate effort to bring through a next generation of people doing the same thing that you do. How key is mentoring, coaching, supporting the next generation in, in, in this whole talent development thing? And did you benefit from anybody who held you by the hand and showed you the ropes in the course of what you did? No, I just benefited from really watching and learning and reading about stuff. I didn't have yeah. the opportunity to be in close quarters with anybody that way who could actually help me. You know, I, I just took risks. And I just took risks and I, I dared to do things that people thought couldn't be done. You know, like renting a theater in Manhattan to do a one-man show. You know, so I, <laughs> I, I took I took a lot of risks, right. you know, and um, right now I'm at a stage where I'm looking at the young upcoming ones, those that I think really want to learn, you know, and I give them as much time as the, as 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 I can, you know. The the sad part is that uh, many of them think they know. You know, you'd be surprised how many people have approached me, <laughs> come and sit as a case and tell let's talk, help me. No, you know, right. very, very few, you know, which is disappointing. And I get lashed at sometimes in media that uh, KSM hasn't helped anybody. I don't get up and come and look for you to help you. Actually, you the know? principle of our mentoring is that the, the mentee must change. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> when I come to my office and I don't see you, then you have a it's case a against me. Right. But you haven't but, even but, come. But even, even then, even then real, a real mentee will chase will you. Will chase you until exactly. he finds you and let he gets me, you. Let me ask you. So for you, I mean, you've done BBC. You've hosted presidents. You've done shows that have packed the theater back to back you've done so many things let me go let me let me let me let me explore your mind what is your what is it when you think about it gives you goosebumps and you say that that was my my greatest moment do, do you think about something like that yeah i think um for me it was uh politically incorrect talking about performances in Ghana politically incorrect was uh, was it for me that that moment when uh, the then perceived monster 
JJ Rollins came to the show and had him on the floor like a little kid laughing. You know, I, I, I felt so good that. What, <laughs> what about that freaked you out the most? Well, well, I mean, having a president attend the show is, is big in itself, but yeah. was, was he the subject of your jokes at the time? Yeah, I, I did a few punchlines yeah, and well, uh, he was laughing, you know, yeah. so this man can take it, so I would increase the dose <laughs> a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Were you expecting that reaction? I, I just kept pushing until I, I finally said, okay, I level with us. They say you have chopped all the money. <laughs> and, I, and he still laughed, you know, so I felt cool, you know. But uh, to me, that was for Ghana. I think that was it, you know, uh, politically incorrect was was that one that I always yeah. remember, you know. Uh, I, 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 I heard you a number of times on the BBC and it was always a special moment for me. It was almost like I was the one on BBC. It was, <laughs> it was, it was that big for me hearing you on the BBC. Kissam, if, if anyone is listening out there who has a talent, I'm going to come to you to, to tell them what, what is your closing line for them in terms of what they can and should do. But let me give you a chance, George, yeah. to share your closing thoughts about about talent discovery talent development and deployment what will be your your thoughts to anyone listening out there the development and deployment is pretty simple i was saying something about a tree earlier you nurture water it it grows and when it grows it gives you so many different branches that become beneficial to you i knew i could act i went to the school of performing arts to perfect acting by the time i came out of the school of performing arts i was now a communicator i could script i could edit i could direct mm -hmm. i could even operate the camera a little bit and that is what the nurturing did all these branches sprung up mm -hmm. giving so many different leaves that you know giving birth to new plants and all that so that is what it does to you just invest in yourself and it doesn't need to be in school fortunately the internet has made the world so mm -hmm. small that look you can learn everything that you need to learn about that talent that you believe you have in you on the internet or there are people around us that you can approach people like ksm people like albert okran that you can speak to people that can help you grow nurture that talent and once it's nurtured money people with money in their pockets will come find you yeah I, I just can't help but mention this guy I watched, the Kenyan guy I watched, who learned how to throw the javelin on YouTube oh, wow. and went on to wow. win the world exactly. championship. Wow. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Wow. He was the, he was wow. the star of the last mm. yeah. world athletic mm -hmm. championships. Mm -hmm. He learned it from YouTube. Yeah. So, listen, even if you don't find a mentor, let YouTube be your mentor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so take us home on this subject. Amazing subject and I must say I've had a wonderful time uh, with you folks. I have take to say home. that... Uh, George took all the words out of my mouth, man. He said it all, really. Right. Oh. I can only, <laughs> I can only say, just like George said, you right. know. <laughs> wow. So, um, if 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 you enjoyed if you enjoyed the show, you can listen to it again on SoundCloud tomorrow. Anytime from 8 a.m. tomorrow, just just go to soundcloud.com forward slash legacy dot legacy and just listen to this legacy dash legacy and listen to this recording um once again i've learned so much from ksm and from george quay but about Albert, talent sorry. development discovery sorry. and deployment and george there's something i need to say before we go right uh, that ghana and everybody that calls himself a stand-up comedian today owes a big thank you to this man here called KSM because he did revolutionize that trade he did big time I've never said this anywhere I need to say it here today everybody that calls himself a comedian or anybody in this industry owes a lot 
to KSM. I think Uncle I mean, he's making Uncle, me blush. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Uwai took it to a different level <laughs> when he talked about the fact that it goes beyond comedies. It's about yeah. entertainment and about <laughs> yeah. and about daring to dream when it comes to the arts. Yeah. I believe that we are blessed with people like that and they've yeah. paid their dues. Let me show my respect to you by giving you, George, a copy of the Five Talent Mentality, oh, the book. Thank you. As, thank you. Thank as, you. I've enjoyed myself so much. I have to do something in appreciation. <laughs> okay, so let me give you this CD collection on personal development Ooh. with six different messages wow. so that when you ride ac- across the city of Accra, you can oh, listen to it in your, in your car. And that's from Comfort and I, in appreciation for making this such a special show. <laughs> on behalf of my boss, Comfort, Matthew, and Amos, my name is Reverend Albert Okra. Next, you can continue our series on personal development. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 nine. Zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,